Proper Madness, formerly Beautifully Broken. My name is Savvy and I give a unique perspective on mental health by providing tools, guidance, and knowledge on how we can better understand ourselves as well as our past and present experiences and in doing so, we can help heal our mental health. I get to speak with a variety of individuals from around the world as they share their stories from their journey through their mental wellness so that it helps others stand strong and use their voice. Have you ever been called a sensitive person have people always said oh you're too sensitive you're just being sensitive the word sensitive has become used so widely that it's almost become desensitized i myself very recently found out that i am a highly sensitive person now i went to a professional to find this out i didn't just go on webmd and guess based off what was happening in my opinion i feel like the word sensitive or someone being sensitive has been thrown around so much that it puts people in a box and we just assume all these negative connotations behind the word i feel like being a highly sensitive person is actually a really good thing. Yes, it has a lot of downfalls, but if you're aware of it and you're aware of your sensitivity, then it's easier to manage and understand yourself and not look at yourself with so much judgment but more compassion. Honestly, the stigma behind it is just so negative and when I hear someone call me sensitive, automatically my brain assumes that I'm weak or that I'm not tough, and that I need to have thicker skin if I want to be successful, or well-liked, or be able to have relationships and friendships that I can thrive and be in without being so reactive to what's happening around me. Only 20% of the population is a highly sensitive person, and I found out that that's where I categorically fit in, but unfortunately, when we're placed in boxes, then we start acting in a way that's in that box. There's an isolation behind being highly sensitive. There's an isolation behind people calling you too sensitive or too in touch with your emotions or too affected by whatever is happening around you. When I receive criticism as a highly sensitive person, I already know what that other person is going to say to me because I've probably already thought it. I've already been through trying to fix those things within me. And I'm just so hyper aware of how I affect other people and how other people affect me. So if you are a highly sensitive person and you've, I'm meaning like you've been to a doctor and that's what you've been classified as, um, welcome. Welcome to the club. Uh, we're just really, really aware of life, of people. We see, we see life in a vibrance and frequency that no one else really sees it in. And to be honest, I think that's a gift. Just because you overreact to a situation, it does not make you too sensitive. It just, most likely, you've overreacted to a, a situation because 
of an unresolved trauma wound that you haven't healed yet. So stop throwing around too sensitive like it's an insult. Because I did my own research before being diagnosed, I did look up like what is what is a highly sensitive person? What does that mean for me? I'm going to go through each one. I'm going to read it off because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, and I'll link the sources below of where I got it from. But this is actually what my therapist said to me as well. And to be honest, it made a lot of sense to me. And I'll go through each one and give a little bit of an explanation. A highly sensitive person has an increased deeper nervous system to physical, emotional, and social stimuli. Incredibly true. Now, I feel like this can get confused with being introverted. They're not mutually exclusive from the research I've done um, at all because I am not an introvert. I am very much an ambivert, meaning I get energy from both being alone and other people. I just have a cap when I'm with people. Um, I'm very black and white. Once I'm done hanging around other humans, I'm like, I'm done. And then I, I either Irish goodbye or I'll just be like, I'm good, I'm tired, I gotta go, and I get out of there. Um, in my experience, yes, I do, I do experience increased overstimulation sometimes. It's not all the time. So there are spectrums of being a highly sensitive person, by the way. You can either be like more on the extreme end of it, more on the lower end. I tend to be like, if you were to draw a line, I'm right here. I'm not at the very top, but I'm like here-ish. Um, I do get overstimulated sometimes in, in certain emotional situations. My emotions are very deep and very, I don't want to say extreme because extreme is the wrong word, but I feel my emotions very intensely. Um, I feel the emotions of others very intensely. I am abnormally good at reading other people, um, my dad told me that when I was younger, I was like this, like, out of the gate. So my thought was, do you become a highly sensitive person or are you born this way? From what I have been told is, from both my parents, is I was like this from the get-go. When you think of a highly sensitive person, you think that they're overstimulated by every little thing. No, I think everyone's different and you have certain triggers of what can do that for you. Sometimes certain textures overstim. It's really weird. I have like a texture problem. Um, all my friends make fun of me. But it's because I'm highly sensitive to physical stimuli like textures that just don't sit well with me. I have a tendency, if you've noticed, I have a tendency to really like soft things because they comfort me. Having very intense emotions, that is true. I do feel things more deeply. So... Um, even if I'm in a relationship or getting to know new friends, I have a tendency to develop deeper bonds and connections with them and see things from in a different light than they do. And sometimes I can scare people. I'm just very in tune with my emotions, my body, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling about other people. And that also can go for people that I don't like. <laughs> If I don't like someone, I don't like them. That's what I'm, and if some, someone makes me angry, I feel that anger on a deeper, more heightened level. Just everything's heightened for a highly sensitive person. It's like living in a, in a world where 
everything's just more alive including yourself but when that happens it can get overwhelming the second one doesn't happen with me um it might happen with other people but i've never had experience with this but avoiding violent movies TV, or and tv shows because of the intensity i wouldn't say i avoid violent movies at all if, if anything i'm actually i can watch gore all day to be honest i I listen to true crime on the way home. I'm incredibly desensitized to that. So that's kind of what I mean by it's not everything and anything. I think it's very different for each person. So I'd be curious to know what it's like for another highly sensitive person that's been diagnosed with this because, yeah, I don't think it's the same. I think like any other mental illness, not saying that this is a mental illness, but like mental illnesses, they're not someone's symptoms are specific to who they are as a person. It's not going to be, you know, a blanket symptomology. That's not a word, but you know what I mean. This one I can relate with too much. Deeply moved by beauty, art, music, etc. Very true. Um, I one time had a discussion with a friend of mine where I was listening to music and I remember just feeling so moved and alive and alive by the sounds that I was hearing um, and my friend didn't feel or hear it the same way as me. He's like, no, I really enjoy this music. I really like, you know, the way it flows. I love the lyrics and he's very artistic himself. He goes, but it doesn't move me in that way. It doesn't make me feel how you feel and so that kind of clued me in a long time ago to knowing that okay I'm I'm a little different um but I always found shame in it as opposed to embracing it so yeah I if I watch a movie it might move me a lot more deeply than it would move someone else um it might move them it may make them feel emotions it may feel connected to it but for me it it's almost this crazy intensity Overwhelmed by stimuli, which is noisy crowds and bright lights. I don't really get... Oh, okay. If I'm... Okay. Something that does drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> um, at work, if I'm on the phone and my coworkers on the phone around me, I do get overstimulated and irritated about that. But that could just be something that a lot of people would be overstimulated and irritated by. Um... I do get overstimulated sometimes if multiple people are talking to me at once. It freaks me out and overstimulates me and I have to, like, I'm just one person at a time. Feeling a, a need for downtime and to retreat to a dark, quiet room. Now this will make a lot more sense. You see my walls? They're black. And this is a very recent new thing that I've done. Actually, my brother. This is why my brother thought that I might have adult autism, and why I did for a while, because ever since I painted my room black, it's been more of a space for me to retreat and wind down, and I have felt more calm and at peace and just centered. Come to find out, I'm a highly sensitive person, and this makes me feel safe. It's, there's no overstimulation. It's, there's no bright 
white anything it's uh it just it brings me back into like a little cocoon of safety um that's how it feels to me that's why i gravitate more towards uh, well there's there's an, uh, so many other reasons why i gravitate more towards darker colors i mean i'm like a goth kid trapped in my body um but yeah that's actually part of why i I painted my room black and why maybe subconsciously I gravitated towards it. And I do need a lot of alone time and quiet time to not be overstimulated to recharge. And the very last one, having a rich and complex inner life and being your worst critic. That is something that I've struggled with for a very, very, very long time. My inner dialogue and the way I think about things and, and process situations or people um, is so vast and intense. That's why I'm highly, highly creative um, and why I love writing. From what I've learned about myself is my sensitivity is my superpower. The way that I read things, the way that I enjoy things, the way that I see life, in such a higher frequency than most is truly a gift and I wouldn't want it any other way you know I just because certain situations give me deeper and more expansive emotional reactions and feelings doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me that's just how I am I feel like my hypersensitivity though as I've healed from many of my traumas in my life has gone down emotionally, I would say. Um, I'm not, it's not nearly as extreme. I would be curious to know the parallel between PTSD and a highly sensitive person because my therapist told me that with all the trauma I have ever been through, now you take that and you add in someone who's highly sensitive and feels their emotions 10 times more than anyone else. But because I am a highly sensitive person, it made sense to me why those traumas impacted me so deeply and why all those behavioral patterns and the way my neurons were firing off in certain emotional situations and having certain emotional triggers were just repeating over and over and over again is because, well, it impacted me on a deeper level that I I can't explain, you know? And I was screaming out for help to anyone and everyone, you know, a while back when I was depressed, saying, I feel these emotions are really scary and I just want it to stop because it, that's how it felt. Being depressed as a hypersensitive person makes so much more sense to me and it makes sense why... I wanted to just numb myself out and fall into an addiction to not feel it. And it also made sense why I fell into drugs to feel more alive because I thought maybe there's some some sort of balance here, you know, where I could find a breakthrough of like, well, if I feel this intensely with my depression, maybe I can feel this intensely on other drugs with other experiences. And um, it was a dangerous, dangerous slope. But as my father told me last night, he goes, your sensitivity makes you so 10 times more strong than anyone else because of what you've had to endure, which I find true. So if you're a highly sensitive person and you've made it 
this far into your life, maybe not even knowing that you're a highly sensitive person and still recovering through traumas and still picking yourself up every day. And if you've had depression and you're getting through it and you're highly sensitive, you should be damn proud of yourself because that is a very difficult thing to do. Embrace it. Embrace those feelings when you feel them and just the good and the bad. I know that when I feel really good and I'm having a great day because I'm a highly sensitive person, I'm having an awesome day because I just feel connected to the world around me. You know, being highly sensitive is just being highly connected to everyone and yourself. So make sure you take time out for yourself and recharge. Um, and if anyone ever insults you and says that you're, quote, too sensitive, they're never going to understand you because they're uncomfortable with their own emotions. So if that's an insult that's thrown around, it's not really someone you want to be around. Um, as a highly sensitive person or a sensitive person, be careful who you put yourself around. If you're around people who are highly toxic and don't want the best for you, well, if you're, if you're, if you pick up on that stimuli ten times more than anyone else, you're gonna pick up on that toxicity. So make sure you're around people who understand you, who respect your boundaries, who want to communicate with you, and who fully accept you for who you are. Because there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. So that's all I have for you guys today. That is something I've currently been struggling with and going through, and I'm kind of sick and tired of being put in a box of being too sensitive. Uh, no one should be put in that box, and it's incredibly unfair. We should just embrace it with open arms. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, you have to go through the eye of the storm to see the clear horizon ahead. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you next week.